Hello, precious Remnant Warriors. Welcome to this live stream. Thank you for tuning in. If you're tuning in live, it's always awesome because I get to see some of your comments. If you're tuning in later, uh, thank you for tuning in the stream and uh, also leave a comment. We'd love to read and, and see what you have to say. But wanted to just tell you, so this will be the podcast for today. So I, want, I just want to welcome the Remnant Warriors. Welcome what I call the Gideons 300, which are those that are still left standing, that are willing to hold the line. Uh, thank you. Thank you for holding the line. Thank you for continuing to contend and pray. And I, I'm excited because I feel in the spirit this morning, actually I've been feeling this since yesterday, that we are in a shifting. There's something that has shifted here. And we've talked about this in the past and we've, and we've seen God shift things uh, as he has. Uh, but, but this is uh, very strategic, I feel, in the supernatural. It's, it's, you know, we're getting close to July 4th. And I'm not saying this because we happen to have an event at the Grand Ole Opry on July 4th with Pastor Kent Christmas and Candy Christmas and Mario Murillo and myself and Hank Kuhneman and a bunch of people. And there's a bunch of different gatherings all around the country of remnant people. So it's not just ours, by the way. Uh, but this is really the Lord. And I, what, what I feel like is everything is so... Let me try to lay this out today because I want to encourage you. I know a lot of you have been feeling very disturbed as we watch uh, things kind of happening in the natural. You know, if, if you happen to be somebody that watches the mainstream corporate media, uh, it, it, you know, I call them the modern day prophets of Baal. If you watch them, it's like a whole different story. So what the Lord has been showing me in this season is like, Todd, spend time in the secret place really get filled up, really understand what I'm doing, because what I'm doing is not going to be reported by the mainstream corporate media. This is what the Lord is saying. He's saying, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a fresh thing. Be encouraged. And so I just have to go by what I'm hearing the spirit of the Lord saying, what I'm witnessing as I go different places. We're about to go to Iowa, honestly, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, there's a tent revival that's happening. There's a gathering. If you're in the Iowa vicinity of Iowa, uh, I'll put up the uh, the flyer again. Come on out. We feel like the Lord is going to move there. God, you know, asked us to go out to that area. We didn't know what was out there. And then we find out there's this tent revival. And this is what's going to be happening, by the way, uh, is, is that God is opening divine appointments. He's connecting his remnant people. I was on the line with a pastor. I wanted to explain this too, because a lot of people felt left out. And uh, they saw me on a Zoom yesterday. And they're like, why didn't I get the invite? It wasn't my Zoom. It was a friend of mine who was stuck at an airport and she called me last minute. She said, Pastor Todd, can you please help me? Uh, and I happened to be available. And so I hopped on and, and led the Zoom call. So I just want you to know, it wasn't that I didn't invite you. We will have another remnant Zoom call soon because apparently a lot of people want to have one. So when I get back from Iowa and then I get back from the 4th of July in Nashville, uh, we'll have a Zoom, I promise you. And I, I'm looking forward to that. And I think these next few days are very strategic as this shift is taking place. You know, we can look at the natural and be really discouraged, as I mentioned. We can look at the mainstream corporate media and be really discouraged. But plugging in the Spirit of God and hearing what the Lord is saying, and I, and I feel like this time, and I'll say it again for those that haven't heard, this time has been about the body. It's been about the ecclesia. It's been about the church. We're, we're calling it the remnant rising. And what I mean by that is, is that if President Trump would have gotten two consecutive terms right away, and there would have been a smooth transition. Nothing would have happened. I really believe in my, in my spirit now as this has developed. As we, as we have, and none of us knew what was going to happen here. None of us, I mean, we, we, we don't know how this, you know, God only knows, right? But we've been watching and we've been trying to discern because discernment is key in this hour. 
And hearing what the Lord is saying and his spirit is saying is key. And so I believe one of the most important things that we can pray for as the body is discernment and wisdom and having the Lord give us eyes to see and ears to hear and being open to what the spirit is saying so that we understand because that is our, our intelligence. It's spiritual intelligence. You know, you talk about the intelligence community and the, you know, all that stuff. As remnant believers, as people of God, our intelligence, our supernatural strategy and wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit, which can only really be heard in prayer and spending that time in the secret place and worship and entering in and allowing the presence of God to speak and give us that wisdom and that divine strategy. So, so that is where, you know, I, I believe this message is coming from is in my, in my prayer time, as the Lord has shown me that this, this particular season, we had to, it had, we had to walk through this and we're still walking through it, by the way. And when I say, hold the line, pray this through, it's a test. It's, it's probably one of the most difficult tests. Many of you, as I know for myself, have walked through because it, it's a, it's a real faith walk. Like, you know, we watch the, you know, the, the Democrats in, in Congress and they're trying to pass this, you know, this bill. Now, thank God it, it hasn't gone through about the election bill, HR uh, one, I think, which then turned into, you know, SR one, you know, as it goes to the Senate, you know, as they try to pass these bills, they want to change. They want to federalize the elections. They want to change all the things that the Democrat state legislature, I'm sorry, that the Republican state legislators have put into law in some of these swing states. Thank God where they're, they're tightening, you know, the way that people vote. So it's not just so easy to, to commit fraud. Uh, so this is the Republican legislators that are doing this. And, and the Democrats are trying to federalize the elections with this, with this bill. So it's a very concerning bill. But it, but it's it's it has not passed. Now they're going to be looking at the filibuster. They're going to be looking at different ways. Uh, I already heard Obama on a conference call where he was like, "We need to find a way." I'm confident that Chuck and Nancy are going to figure out a way. So we need to keep praying because if they federalize the elections, it's unconstitutional and it probably will be challenged and go all the way up to the Supreme Court. It is unconstitutional. The federal government is not meant to federalize the elections. The federal government is meant to stay out and let the states and the state legislators. Now, this is where during the 2020 election, there has been something that many people have not really talked about, but is, is that the state legislators are the ones that were deemed with the power and authority to change election law. And many of these ordinances and things that happened in 2020, they went around the state legislators. They went around the state legislators. So really just that in itself, if the Supreme Court would have ruled based on the constitution and heard the cases according to merit, you know, the cases, not standing, but merit, and they would have listened to the cases, just that alone, and this is what I said to the news media that have reached out to me and said, well, Pastor Coconato, are you saying this? Or are you saying that? I said, listen, let, let's just forget about all the other things that are flying around and just stick to the Constitution. The, what, when the ordinances and the, and the people in the, in the positions of authority in these states went around the state legislator and, may, and enacted these um, you know, changes to election law, they did something unconstitutional. So just that alone should be enough to decertify, but it has not been heard by the Supreme Court. And we're praying that there's a change there. But, but here's the thing is, is that with all this Arizona stuff and everything, there's going to be a lot coming out. So buckle your seatbelts. I can't say it on Facebook live because they'll take down the account, but buckle your seatbelts. Follow me on Telegram. And uh, we'll continue to release information as it comes out. It probably won't be till mid to late July when you see the real, the real meat of it all. Uh, because it, this is very important, the timing and everything. 
Uh, but but I, that's not even what I was going to talk about today. I just wanted to kind of report on this uh, because I think it's important in what I'm saying. But but that's in the natural. All that's in the natural. You know, as we pray and we pray that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light in the name of Jesus. It's a very simple prayer. Lord, expose, you know, expose those that have done crimes, expose those that have committed acts of treason, expose all that stuff. And we're going to leave that at the foot of the cross. We contend, we pray, we intercede. We're not validating fraud. We're saying, Lord, expose, 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 expose. And that's where we're holding the line and we're praying it through. Still, seven months in. But we've got to, we've got to let, you know, if the Lord changes the situation and, and maybe it doesn't go the way we want it to, let's just say, then we move to the next strategy and we ask for wisdom and discernment on how to do that. But if, if something does happen here, which we believe it, it will, uh, this, this could be a game changer. So stay tuned and we will report on that. And uh, again, I can't really do it on Facebook, but follow me on Telegram and you can go to ToddCoconato.com. Now here's the shift though. Here's the shift is, is that God needed the church to wake up. And we've said this a lot. If, if everything would have gone smooth, if nothing would have changed, if everything would have just continued and we would have seen a smooth transition, the church could have stayed, and I believe it would have, in a state of apathy. And I'm not here to bash the church. I'm not here. To, I'm part of the church. I'm just stating the obvious. We got away. You guys know that we got away from, from the, the main mission. And, and, and thank God the remnant is rising. And we're talking about the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, repentance of sin, turning away, teaching the full Bible, standing by the full Bible. This is the remnant mantra, if you will. Is, is, is being the remnant, being the ecclesia, being the true body, not closing down the church, not closing the doors, not, not enforcing that everybody has to be distanced and masked up and all these ridiculous things, but allowing the people, the Bible says, where the spirit of the, of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and they will be healed in the name of Jesus. These are the things that we have to understand. This is the message of this hour. We have to understand where we are at. We are returning. We are returning to just basic core doctrine, principles of who we are. We have to understand our identity in Jesus Christ, what we're capable of doing. And I say it and I'll say it again. And I know I'm just pounding this message over and over again, but I think we're getting it. I th and it's not just me. You know, I'm meeting other remnant pastors. I'm meeting other believers in Christ, remnant warriors all around the country. And people that have never even heard of me are saying the same things because this is the message that the Lord is giving to the remnant body of Christ in this hour. Yes, we have the authority in the name of Jesus. The Bible says it. The Bible says that we are able to do not only what Jesus was able to do in the ministry when he was fully God and fully man in the flesh here on earth, but we're able to do greater things. Do we believe this? And we're seeing the glory. Now, this is what is so exciting is the glory of God is coming upon the earth. The glory of God is, is coming. And of course, the Holy Spirit is always here when, when you accept the Lord in your heart. You know, we're in the new covenant after Acts chapter two. And, and so we know that, uh, you know, if you accept the Lord in your heart as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says he stands at the door knocking. All we have to do is let him in. You accept him as your Lord and Savior. And then what happens? He comes into your heart. The Holy Spirit comes into your heart. And that's where, you know, that we're empowered by the Spirit of God. Acts chapter two, read it. It's amazing. A suddenly, you know, a suddenly happened. And that, that, this is what we're experiencing, I believe, is the glory. There's, there's a manifestation of the glory 
and, and, and this is where we can walk in this flow. I've talked about it. And I'll talk about it again because I just think it's so exciting walking in the flow, seeing other believers walking in the flow, understanding the authority we have, understanding our identity in Jesus Christ, what we're capable of. And this is the devil's worst nightmare. And, it, and what happens in the supernatural, because the Bible says what's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loose on earth is loose in heaven. Understanding our authority and then walking in it. Now, here's what's crazy. And I shared this last night on that Zoom call, and I'll share it now, is, is I'm experiencing something that I have not seen in over 20 years of ministry is, is that we're walking into places and they're not, it's not the church. I'm talking about walking into convenience stores, walking into, uh, you know, gyms, walking into places where you're just going about your day. And the spirit of the Lord is with us. And, and all of a sudden God gives me a word, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, understanding of a situation. And, you know, listen, if we're bold, we just say, hey, look, uh, you know, God just spoke to me and said, there's something going on with you. Can I pray for you? This is in random places, gyms, coffee shops, okay, <laughs> stores, supermarkets, you know, and can I pray for you? And then right there, right there at that place, it's not in the church. It's, it's just right there. God moves. And, and I've seen somebody just recently healed in the middle of a convenience store. I, I've seen God moving in different places as we go about our business during the day because we're walking in the flow and the anointing. And I believe this is a manifestation. Let me tell you about my meeting with Governor Bill Lee. Governor Bill Lee, there's a lot of people in my state in Tennessee that don't like Bill Lee, even though he's a Republican, because they say he's like a rhino or they say he's, uh, you know, kind of compromised on certain things. And listen, I understand their point. I don't agree with all of his decisions either, but he allowed us to come in and to meet with him. And, you know, we're not going to say no, right? We're, we're, we're ministers of the gospel. We get to go in and prophetically speak and see what the Lord does. And so we just went in with a few pastors and leaders and we went to meet with the governor and it was a divine appointment. And we asked the spirit of the Lord to meet us there. And, and then a very interesting thing happened. Very interesting thing is, is that I saw a humbled man I saw a man that was humbled. He was not full of pride. He, he looked beat down to me. He looked like he had really been through a lot. And, and my heart of compassion started opening up because I have a pastor's heart. You know, it started opening up. And I said, you know what, I'm not gonna, I, I went in there like, yeah, we're gonna say this and we're gonna say that. And we're gonna push back and, you know, we're gonna, and, and, I, and, the, and the spirit in the room was different. The Lord said, have compassion, have mercy, operate in mercy and love and kindness. And he showed us the heart of this situation. And I saw a humbled man. I saw a man that was contrite. And I saw a man that honestly was beat down. And, and we talked about that in the meeting. And he said, listen, he said, I, you know, the, the biggest thing about this job that I didn't know was the, was, the, was the attack from the church and the Christians. Now, he's a believer. You know, he's a believer. And I take him at his word that he loves the Lord. And, uh, and you know, I, I can relate because, listen, I already understand when people that are demonized, they're going to attack me, right? People that are demonized, they're going to say mean, vicious things. They threaten me. They threaten my family. They try to, you know, mock me and, you know, all kinds of evil stuff. You know, I mean, the more that, you know, God has expanded the territory of the ministry, the more threats we get, the more evil things people say. And some of it is vicious. You really can't even read it or let it take root in your heart because it's vicious. You know, and, and it's, it's awful. It's threats. And, and honestly, you know, you report the threats. No one even cares. It's really sad. Uh, you know, back in the day, I feel like if somebody threatened you, it was like a big deal. Now it's like, yeah, they threaten you, whatever, right? So, so I understood what he was saying. And I mentioned, I said, yeah, are you talking about friendly fire, right? From other believers? He said, yes, it's brutal. 
He says, I never thought this is what I would experience. It's brutal. And, uh, and, I, and I started having a heart for him. And so we actually, we prayed and we, we prophesied. There were several people in the room and you know, we gave a word of encouragement and, and I feel like it was an uplifting, positive meeting. And we, and we still talked about the very needed subjects, matters that we needed to discuss. You know, we got into several different, very, very important issues. Now, I, I bring this up again, not for accolades, not to pat myself on the back or anybody that was there. I'm bringing it up because I'm showing you something. So we walked out of that meeting and we walked outside on the Capitol, you know, Hill out there in Tennessee and Nashville. And, uh, and, and we started, you know, we, we, we got in a circle and held hands and prayed. And the Lord was just saying, this is part of the revival. It says that it's not just in the church. It's not just in random places, like a convenience store, a drugstore, a gym, a coffee shop. It's not just that, although that is an aspect and it's encouraging and exciting to watch how God is moving outside of the church because the church has left the building, even though we still meet in the building. We don't forsake the assembling together of the brethren in the building, but we also go out and make disciples and lay hands on the sick and, and get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. So this is part of this revival. I almost feel like I'm like a reporter that's reporting on a revival in the initial stages and it's just growing. It's expanding. And so nothing could stop what God is about to do. So when we're, we're standing there at the, at the, the hilltop of this capital in Tennessee with these believers and, and, and people that had just met with the governor and, and we, we all looked at each other and I'm like, this is what revival looks like. We're going to be going into the state houses. We're going to be going into the White House. You know, listen, why not? We've already done it and it's already been happening. And so, you know, President Trump gave us that that open door into the White House. You know, President Trump gave us that ability to lay hands on the on the leader of the free world and pray for him and intercede. And there was worship in the Capitol Rotunda. I don't know if you remember that. So, so this has been happening and now we're escalating into this apex moment or this shift, if you will, where I believe that what's, what's happening in the supernatural is going to catch up to the natural now. And we're going to see miracle signs and wonders and things that people said could not happen. Hear me. I really feel the Lord is speaking right now. We're going to see things that, that people said cannot happen. Do we know how? I don't know how. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to tell you how this is all going to transpire. But what I know is in my spirit, the Lord is saying, yes, something is coming. Something powerful is coming. Be ready. Be prepared. And, and here's another word that I think everybody needs to take heart of. I, we, I was just speaking with a friend about this this morning. We've got to walk in purity and holiness and righteousness and consecration. If there's areas of sin that are, that are un, uh, you know, unchecked in your life, in my life, in all of our lives, we need to, we need to get them in check. Self-control, it's a fruit of the spirit. Get them in check. Stop it. Walk away from that sin. Because that, that one open door where we're going is a holy place. Where we're going is a place of holiness. And so the thing is, is that we can't take this sin in, in with us. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to repent. If the church gets this, if the, if the laymen get this, if the, if the pastors, the fivefold ministry people get this, if leaders and elders and intercessors and people of God all across the body, if we get this, if we truly repent, and this is a personal thing, this is where we each have to do this. It's a personal thing. We've got to repent. I've got to repent. We've all got to repent. 
Repent, turn away from our sin and unrighteousness because where we're going is holy. Where we're going is holy and we're gonna see the Lord move in a powerful way, a fresh way, a new way. And, and we should be excited about this. And God is, is raising up this remnant, this rising remnant. And it's happening all across the country. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like this. There's tents up right now all across the country. There's people that are reporting to us of God moving in a new and fresh way. When I, when I meet other remnant people who are in the flow of the spirit, who are in the flow all over the country, I'm, we're getting invitations. We're going to start going out all across the country. I'm going, it starts in Iowa. We've already been in Tampa. We've been in Dallas. We're going back to Dallas, by the way, very soon. Iowa. Uh, there's a possibility that we're going to be going to um, North Carolina sometimes. So I don't want to start naming places. I'm going to California on the 17th and 18th of July. You know, we're just going to keep going out, going out, going out as the Lord opens the door. But this isn't about us. This isn't about us or a ministry or a name. This is about a move of God. This is about a fresh outpouring. This is something that, that the forerunners that people have prayed for that we've been waiting for, that we've been praying for. I can remember many, many years ago in the ministry, us contending and praying for revival in America because we saw the direction of the nation and we were concerned about the direction of, and the state of our nation. And, and for many years, whether it's MTV or you know, the, uh, the Grammys or the Oscars, whatever, you know, or the, or the award shows or the Super Bowl or the movies that they're putting out or the music that they're putting out, it's been demonic. And, and many people didn't recognize it for a while. I mean, just go on to Netflix or whatever, and you see some of these shows, Lucifer and all this stuff. It's demonic straight from the pit of hell. Straight from the pit of hell. It's wild. It's, it's wild, wild, wild stuff. So anyways, God is moving. Uh, it is exciting. It's a new thing. It's a fresh thing. It's a powerful thing. Um, but I think we need to make sure that we understand the call to consecration, the call to holiness, the call to purity, the call to walk away from sin, the call to repent, because where we're going is holy. And this is, again, this is something that we've been praying for for a long time. And, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and report something if it's not happening. Why would I do that? I'm reporting what I'm seeing. And many of you are writing me and you're telling me, you feel it, you're hearing the message, you're hearing the word, you're seeing it at your church. Those churches that were willing to stay open or maybe those that got the memo late but decided to open up and understood later what was happening. Maybe the Lord gave them the message later, but they're like, oh, now I get it. That's fine. We're not here to bash you. We're not here to bash the pastors. And Listen, it's hard to be a pastor. Trust me, I know 17 years in the ministry and as a pastor, I get it. You know, I totally understand how pastors get beat up. We have to encourage the pastors. You know, we need to go to the pastors and say, listen, hey, you know, we know you're going through a lot, but we really feel like the Spirit of the Lord is saying open up because there's still churches right now that are closed. They need to be open. We're not here to bash people. But what we're here to say is, is that the body of Christ, the church, needs to be open, has to be open. Never again will the church be closed in America. The whole COVID thing, all of it, all of it was about the church. They, they knew the authority. The devil was trying to, he overplayed his hand, but he knew what he was trying to do was to shut down the ecclesia. But what happened was it backfired. What was done in darkness will be brought to light. It was back, it's backfiring. He overplayed his hand. What was meant for evil will be turned around for good. He overplayed his hand. Hallelujah. And now the remnant is rising. 
and we're empowered and we're getting the, the, the message from the Holy Spirit and we're seeing what we're, what's happening. And so what I feel like is as this manifests and these, these fires and these streams are starting to come together, it's like a stream over here, a pure stream over here, a pure stream over here, and they're coming together. They're coming together. It's going to be one powerful flow of God that's going to just engulf this nation, a pure stream. That's why it's consecration. That's why it's purity. That's why it's holiness. That's why it's teaching the full Bible. It's going back to the, the core of what we are, who we are, according to the word of God. This isn't anything groundbreaking. We're just going back to what the Bible actually says and doing it and believing it and understanding our authority and what we're able to do in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then as we do this, we see the glory and we see the manifestation of the presence. Because as it's just like when the, the woman touched the hem of, of Jesus' garment. You know, he touched the hem and the power, she, you know, the power came out. He said, I felt the power coming out. We're touching the hem of his garment. And we're saying, I believe. I believe you are able to do what you said you, you're able to do. I believe you are willing to do. By the way, this has been happening in other countries. This has been happening. They're now sending missionaries here. They're sending missionaries to America. We used to send missionaries out. And, and, and much of what, you know, is happening in the rest of the world is fruit of what America sent out at one point. But now that fruit is coming back to minister back to where America had sent it out originally. America needs help. America needs to understand the power and authority in Jesus' name available to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And we're, we're getting it. People are waking up. They're getting it. They're understanding they're answering the call. And as they do, and they show up like Isaiah, send me, I'll go. They show up and all of a sudden the anointing shows up. The, the presence, because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. The anointing shows up and, and the atmosphere has changed and people are set free. We're going to see that now happening in America. People getting out of uh, wheelchairs. Okay. People getting out of wheelchairs. People get, you know, getting healed of cancer. Marriages healed. You know, people that have been in the world in, in a deep, dark area of sin, addicted, addictions, drugs, alcohol, perversion, pornography, uh, lust of the flesh, all these different things, the gay lifestyle, um, uh, you know, adultery, for, uh, fornication, you know, all these different areas of sin coming out, coming out and, and stepping into the flow of the spirit. Wow. Wow. Think about that. That's the devil's worst nightmare. The harvest. The devil's worst nightmare. God has given us this extra time. It's for the church. It's for the church to get back in our A game, if you will, to get, to get into the, the center of God's will, the perfect will of the Lord. He's given us this time. And as we do this, and the church becomes the head, not the tail, and we move back to who we're meant to be. Hallelujah. Everything else is affected. Everything else around us has changed. We never can, can, can discount what God can do. He created it all. Heaven and earth, he created it all. Why do we limit him? Why do we think he's not able, that he's not willing? He created it all. And we think he can't heal cancer. We think he can't, you know, get somebody saved that, that maybe was like the most rebellious person out there. Well, what about the apostle Paul? You know what I'm saying? I mean, the, come on. You know, let's have some Damascus Road encounters here in this generation. I had one. I was a sinner in need of a savior. I mean, I still am, right? But, you know, God is my savior. He cleansed my sin and put in the sea of forgetfulness. Wash me clean from the blood of the lamb. 
And that's what's available to you. And that's what's available to me and our understanding of who we are in Christ. And, and America is not done. God is not done with America. This is the message. We got to get back to the basics, the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, repentance, the full gospel, the full Bible. Hallelujah. Understanding who we are, walking in the flow, finding the pure stream of living water, walking in that, praying it through. God is going to move on our behalf. There is a shift that is coming. The devil can't stop it. The deep state can't stop it. The news can't stop it. No one can stop what God is going to do. Hallelujah. No one can stop it. Praise his name. Praise his name for who he is. He's holy. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of honor. He's worthy of glory. Praise his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you that you're going to restore America, the shift that's going to happen. We believe it's coming. The 4th of July is significant. It's, the timing is perfect. It's your timing. A shift in the supernatural. What's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loose on earth is loose in heaven. We declare and decree a shift in the supernatural that will effectual. The effectual fervent, fervent prayers of the righteous man avails much. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man avails much. We're, we're digging in. We're fasting. We're praying. And God is responding to the prayers of the righteous. He's not done with America. Hallelujah. Uh, this has been a shaking season. The wheat from the chaff separated. God is showing us clearly what's happening. It's all about, this is about the body. This is about the church. Now we get it. Now we understand. And a shift is coming. A shift is coming. Thank you, Jesus. Give him glory. Give him praise. Thank you for what you're going to do. Hallelujah. We, we rejoice, Lord God. We're thankful. We're thankful, Jesus. We're thankful. We're thankful, Lord, for what you're going to do. Thank you, God. Glory to your name. Get on fire, church. Get on fire. Thank you, God. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I just feel the joy of the Lord. Just feel the joy of the Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So we're excited about what's going to happen here. We're going to report on this revival, what God is doing. And we pray that it encourages you and it strengthens you in your faith. We thank you to the amazing remnant warriors out there that are in this community. It's like I always say, the best community that I've ever been a part of. And I've been a part of many, but this, you are precious. God loves you. I love you. And we just appreciate you. We appreciate your prayers. I thank you. Thank you so much for your kind words and the letters that you write and the emails and the prayers and the support and everything that you guys do. I, I can't tell you it's, it's our heart is overflowing with with your love and just thank you for everything. And we're going to go out around this nation and do our part. Again, it's not about a name. It's not about a ministry. This is nameless and faceless, but we're going to go out and do our part. We're going to answer this call. We are answering this call and we're excited and we're expectant as we walk into this new season where we believe God is going to do some very powerful things. And, uh, and we just, we hope that we can see you and meet you. And, uh, you know, if you have a place where you think we need to come out, write us, let us know. We will be there. We'll come. And, uh, and we'll believe God will provide a way for us to get there. And that's what we're doing. We're walking in the flow. We're walking in the flow. We're just going to believe that the Lord is going to provide a way, you know, resources financially, open doors, and, and we're going to walk in that flow. And we just believe the Lord is igniting fires around the country. He's ignited. The, the revival is upon us. It is here. It is coming like a mighty rushing wind. You better be ready. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming. It's here. Hallelujah. Woo! All right. I might go do a couple laps around my car and jump up and down. <laughs> so I'm going to go. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. Appreciate you so much. 
please, please write us. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I hope to, to be in your presence worshiping together very soon. God bless you.